Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. Then he did fisqa from the command of his Lord Rabb. You know, Allah is the Rabb of everybody, no doubt really. Whether people believe in him or don't believe to him, listen to him, don't listen to him, he's the Rabb. He's a caretaker, he's a thing, he's a cares for them all the time. When shaitan disobeyed, did Allah abandon him? No, still Allah is the Rabb. Still Allah looks after him. Still Allah keeps him alive. Still Allah helps him. No, shaitan cannot live without Allah's help. Shaitan asks Allah, oh Allah, give me life. Allah give him life. Allah is When people do zina, even the time when they do zina, Allah is still their Rabb. Are still their Rabb. He's so, so powerful Rabb. You know, fathers and mothers, they love you, but you know, up to a point, after that, they leave you. But Allah is Rabb, He never abandons you. He's so perfect in the Bubiya. He's so Rahman Rahim. You disobey Him, but still he looks after you. When people, even the time when people disobey him, for example, when you sleep and don't go to the mosque, it still helps you to sleep. You know, sleeping from him. It is from, from him. You want to sleep, so he does not take, he does not become angry. Okay, you want to sleep, you don't want to go to the mosque. I will take a sleep from you. Does he do like that? No, Allah never does like that. Try to understand. The Rabbi is so perfect, so complete, and so merciful. You know, he never, never takes away his rububiya from you all the time. Even a shaitan, when he disobeys, Allah SWT, you know, still calls himself a rub of shaitan. Shaitan came out, you know, in rebellion from the command of his Lord. The command was to do sajda, and he did not do sajda. And one thing also you can see in this life religion. Allah's commands don't cost anything. Tell me, where should Allah command a shaitan to do sajda? Is there any cost in that? Any money involved? It is so easy. Allah's commands are so easy for the people. They are helpful for you. When He commands you for the fast, you know, does it harm you? Is, is fasting more expensive? Tell me. Actually, fasting is more cheap. Because fasting means not to eat. So Allah's commands, you know, they are not expensive. They are not costly for you. They are so easy. But if you think properly, they can help you for you. And then there is no doubt. And then after Allah's words, you become greater for the people. Now this is the story of Shaitan. Tell me, someone who is jealous of you, who hates you, who does not listen to your Lord, does not obey him, are you going to make friendship with him? The thing, how is it possible? The Quran says, Ittakhadatakhadu means to make. To, like, you know, sometimes people adopt sons. You know, you don't have a son and you make an adoption. That also in Arabic language, Ittakhada. Like Christian people say, Qalu Ittakhada Allahu Walada. Christian people say, Allah had made a son. Ittakhada can make, to make someone, to adopt someone, you know, to. In Arabic language, whenever ta comes, like ifti'al, it always comes where the meaning is effort. You make effort. For example, if you some if somebody chooses something for you, 
Then you, in Arabic language, you don't say ikhtara. You don't say like that. Ikhtara Arabic language comes when you have two options and you prefer one over the other. You make effort to choose one thing over the other. Then ikhtara. All the time. To akhada means to take something. Akhada can happen holding, just holding, you know, not by thinking. Ittakhada basically means when you think, you make effort to hold something. Is it clear or not? When you say akhada, akhada means to hold, to take something. When you take something, somebody gave you take, not thinking, nothing, somebody else gave you, just you t- t- took, that's akhada. Akhada does not involve any effort. Akhada can be spicy, without thinking, without understanding, without making effort. When you make akhada from ifti'ab, and you bring ta, ittakhada, ittakhada always makes it clear that there is effort. Ittakhada it, 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 is always made in Arabic language, in the Quran, especially Quran used properly, when people make effort. So for example, when the Quran says, قَالُوا اتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ وَلَدَ You know, they said that Allah has made a son. Basically, meaning is very, very bad. Meaning is that Allah, Allah is intentionally chose to have some, a son. Because, you know, he can't live without, without that. So Allah is saying to the people, أَفَتَتَّخَيْدُونَهُ Do you make him? Meaning is you make, if you think properly, you make effort. You do make him. وَذُرِّيَّتَهُ and his family. His offspring, his, 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 his descendants, awliya'a, awliya'id, jam'a, wali. You know, the word awliya has come in this, wali has come in this surah uh, before that happens twice. Like, you know, if you read the verse number 44, when the Quran says, hunalika walayatu lillahi al-haq. Allah is the one who has true helper in True helper is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, the verse number 26. When the Quran said, Ma lahum min dunihi min waliyin. They have got no wali other than him. There is no wali, no supporter, no helper, no guardian, nobody sincere to you who can help and you know, properly and, and, and guardian to you other than Allah. Now, this wilaya, which is for Allah alone, this help and support and guardianship, which actually is only for Allah, nobody, nobody your wali, nobody's a wilaya. Now, you want to give this wilaya to who? To shaitan. You want to make him your wali, your guardian, your helper and your supporter. To Allah said, Do you make him, Iblis, and his family, awliya, supporters and helpers and guardians to you? Leaving me. Don't about, don't, don't come about, I am the one who made you. I am the one who nearer to you. You leave me and I am the one who deserves to be wali. Now you leave me and you make shaitan and iblis your awliya. While they are your enemy. Uh, Quran did not mention very clearly what, how, how they did enemy. But it has come in some time, you know, like in Surah Al-Kahf, in Surah Al-A'raf, Quran mentioned the enmity of, of iblis so clearly. <coughs> so now read this verse. It will tell you that how great an en- en- enemy of shaitan to you is. The Quran said, you know, it is from verse number 11 in Surah Al-A'raf, Allah said to the human being, we created you. Means we planned you, we made you. To khalaqa in Arabic language comes to plan. That why creation is always against evolution. Evolution and creation both cannot go together. Creation in Arabic language means planning. Allah SWT had planning. It not, people did not evolve from anything. Actually, Allah SWT planned them to, to be like that. 
ولقد خلقناكم خلقناكم مينس ولقد دبرنا امركم وي بلان وي ديد تخطيط وي ديد بلان فاريو انو كرييتد يو ثم صورناك اند ذن وي جيف يو فورم اند ذن وي سيت تو ذا انجلز دو سجده تو ادم ذا ريل سجده اكسبت ابليس هي واز نوت فروم دوز هو دي سجده قال ما منعك الا تسجد اذا امرتك الله سيد ابليس وات ستافس يو ذات يو دونت دو سجده وين اي كماندد يو قال انا خير من ابليس ايم بيتر ذان ادم خلقتني من نار وخلقته من طين يو ميد مي فروم فاير اند يو ميد هيم فروم فروم ذا فروم ذا كلي قال فهبط منها الله سيد ناو جو داون فروم ذا فروم ذا بارادايس فروم ذا جاردن يو دونت ديزرف تو ان ذا جاردن فما لك ان فما يكون لك ان تتكبر فيها يو هاف نو رايت to be arrogant in paradise in the garden fakhruj leave inna kama as-saghirin you are from mean people from lowers from lower no value go lower allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curse him and sagri qala anghirni ila yawm ibathun shaitan said oh lord defer me delay me delay my death until the day of resurrection qala inna kama al-munzirin allah said no don't worry you know nothing okay your life is you will live forever i know i don't don't fear you You are not. Don't have any harm. You live as long as you want. Munzari until the day of Qiyamah. قال فبما أغويتني لا أقعدن لهم صراطك المستقيم. Then he said, Oh God, because you have misled me. See, who misled him? Allah Himself misled. But now he said, You know, this actually how he misled him. He said, Because you misled me, I will sit in front of them. Your straight path. I will misguide them. Tumma laat yannahum min bayna idhim. I will come from in front of them, from the front, from behind them. One iman him from the right, one shamailim, and from the left. Wala tajidu akthram shakirin. You will never find most of them. I am grateful. Allah khurjminha madhuma madhura. Allah says, go from it cursed and humiliated. La man tabi'aka minhum la amla anna jahannam minuk majmain. All of, of, of Adam's family who will follow you, I don't care. I will fill the Jahannam hellfire from all of you. And then Allah SWT, and then in the uh, Quran goes, the story of Adam is more deep, deep. And then Allah SWT mentioned that how uh, Iblis made Adam to eat from the tree. And then Allah said to Adam A.S. Alam anhakuma antilukuma shajara. Oh Adam and Eve, didn't I forbid you from the tree? Wa akullakuma. And then I tell you, Inna shaytan lakuma aduwum mubin. Shaytan is your clear enemy. Don't listen to him. That's what the Quran mentioned. This is Araf. It is very mentioned. Enmity between us and him is very, very clear. He never likes anything. So whenever he commands you something, the best thing is disobey him. Simple theory is that why the ulama say if you don't know any Quran or Sunnah, or sometimes you don't know the guidance, and any desire come, the best thing is oppose the desire. Simple thing that must be the guidance because shaitan wants you to follow the desire, oppose the desire, that will be your guidance. In any of those conditions where you don't know what Allah's command is, then oppose your own desire. And that way, Quran says, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَى النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِلْمَ أَوَى Those people who fear standing in front of their Lord and stop themselves from their desire, then the paradise is their place to oppose. So Allah says, وَهُمْ لَكُمْ عَدُوا They are your enemy, and you want to, you know, you want to listen to them. How bad in Shaitan Iblis is a substitute for wrongdoers. You know, Allah, you leave Allah and take him your any valley. 
Allah is your wali, Allah is your helper, Allah is your guardian. You leave him and make him less your guardian. Tell me what you have left, what you have chosen. Look at your choice. How bad actually is it? This really no doubt. How you know Allah SWT is making it, you know, a mockery of the, of the people. Think properly what you have chosen. Most of the time really, when we have got two choices, or best think really what we choose. You know, whenever you make choice choice between two things, always think really what is better for you. More more lasting. And actually, I I think the one thing can help you is that what is the last command? Whatever last command, do that. That is better for you. Sometimes you don't understand that time, but you will understand later later. But don't choose things which Shaitan tells you. Don't don't choose. You know, it, all the time keep happening really laziness. Tell me, is laziness good for you or bad? Bad for you. Why choose when you have two choices to be active and to be lazy? Tell me which one you should choose. Which one is good for you? Laziness is from Shaitan. Shaitan wants you to be lazy, don't do anything, and then you become like him. And being active is from Allah. Allah wants you to do effort. Jahidu. Allah wants you to make effort. So Allah's command is to do effort. And Shaitan's command is what? Not to do effort. So tell me which one you have to choose. Make effort. So one of the problems in the Muslim world is that we Muslims have become lazy. We don't make effort properly. Really. Force yourself. There's no other way, There's no way of success unless you force yourself. The simple thing really, unlike the companies of the parcel, like the parcel himself. You know the Prophet during the daytime is so tired. What makes him to stand in the prayer for two thirds of night? His desire? He's forcing himself. He's making effort. People, Allah wants you to make effort, and effort really always is not easy. It's difficult. Effort is always difficult. But in effort, you need to understand and you need to be intelligent. Effort actually is much more, you know, much more difficult thing. Try to understand this properly. Don't leave Shaitan, don't leave Allah the way. You know, leave Shaitan's, you know, in any matter, wherever two matters comes, always think what is better for you. That's why if you see your children, don't work hard. It is your duty to make them to work hard. Making them, making the effort really is very, very important. Because when you make them lazy, they easily will follow Shaitan. Allah, the Rahman's way is difficult. It really needs effort. Laziness is not good really. Just sitting around talking, chatting, using mobile phones. Is it good for the people? Tell me really. If you just are on the mobile phone, is it good for you? On the internet, on the TV, gossiping with the people. Waste of time, life is so precious. Like Arab people say, you know, that, uh, you know, the al-waqtu kasayf illam taqta'ahu qata'aka. The time your life is like the sword. If you don't use properly, it will cut you. Life will pass. You will become older and older. You have got time. So that's how shaitan does. Shaitan creates laziness. You know, and laziness is bad. Allah wants what? Do effort. Jahid. Allah wants you to make effort. And Allah said, if you make effort, I will guide you. I will make you successful. Anyway, it's time for the break. I'll stop there, inshallah. But if you have any questions, please ask. Yeah. Um, so, inshallah, we'll take some questions now. Uh, if you have questions, just put your hand up. I'll, someone will come with the mic, inshallah. Jazakallah uh, Sheikh. You mentioned this before about, um, you know, um, this that this you know verbs beginning with the letter fa or the letter fa generally has the meaning of opening and i recently came upon an article saying that that all letters have a meaning and when these letters come together they 
they they add or they form the meaning to a new word. So, for example, the word shajara. So, the, the letter sheen has, has has the meaning of anything which spreads, and the letter jim has the meaning of input and output, and the letter ra has the meaning of production. So, bringing those three letters together, you know, gives you the meaning of what what the shajara is and what it does. Is this, have, have you come across this or is this? No, no, but for telling Arabic language, because you know, when the language, how languages start, the people actually make a word for a meaning to very often the, the connection between the word and the meaning when the people develop a word. If the, that, uh, the language remains natural, then you can find the connection. In Arabic language, the main meaning like that really, I, I'm not a expert of that Fiqulluga, but there is something called Fiqulluga, science of a deep understanding of the language and the rules. Yeah, amazing. So you can see really, even the expression, even the sentence, how they put the things are that it could be, you know, this this is this is good, good could be good research. I don't know. Yeah. And and Sheikh, I remember that um, with this Damir Kulna and and Kultu, uh, our whenever it's in the Mufrad, I was, I was under. Whenever it's the Jama, it generally refers to Rububiya, but when it's the Mufrad, it refers to like Uruhiya. But here it's it's Kulna, it's it's Jama, but it's it's to do with the command. There's there's no aspect of you know, Rububiya. This is about authority and you know uh, you know. So uh, why is it either Kulna not you know what is Kultu lil Malaika? Because no no, I think really in the, you know it is a Rububi meaning is you know being king Mulukiya being king you know is also part of Rububiya. You know Uluhiya basically the Maabud being Maabud. Obedience and worship and things like that, but kingship is also command. So whenever Quran says like we, to it always refers to you know to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala either being wrong. And when Quran emphasizes you know me, then it refers to him either Maabud, La ilaha illa Ana, Faabudni, Wa Aqimis Salat Al Dikri, to become me. So in the Quran, it's all the time keep coming. So when the Quran says we, basically like you know we means like majesty, power, you know the kingship. And Sheikh, sorry. Um, in in the last, you were telling us about tasbih and tahmid, and and and, and tasbih is for the kam, the kamal of Allah sifat, and tahmid is for His takmil. So, um, the, this this verse, fasabih bihamdi rabbika. Was the, I, I didn't understand that. Then how how can you do both at the same time, or use one to do the other? What, what does no, that verse mean? Meaning is combined between both of them. It means the first thing is declare the subhan subhanallah. Yeah. Because Subhanallah means Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is complete, and then Alhamdulillah, and He also has given everything to you. So both of them, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Fasabih, Alhamdulillah, can mean this. This is by no istiana, you know, do this with tahmid. No, no, Masabih by the by the what to say, ilsaq means iqtiran. And Fasabih, Tasbihan, Maqroonan, Alhamdulillah, Maqroonan joined, joined together, both together. Yeah, you have to do Tasbih and Tahmid both. Yeah, by no istiana, by ilsaq. It means it comes, uh, you know, to combine to join something. Okay, barakallahu feek, Shaykh. Um, you mentioned about the word Iblis uh, not being an Arabic word. And I've heard that uh, Fir'aun and Isa, and there's other words like, there's another word for moon, not Qamar, uh, in the Quran. Um, uh, another word for moon, the moon. Uh, apparently it's a Persian, a Persian word used uh, for moon instead of Qamar, somewhere else. Uh, but the, the some words like not being Arabic. Can you just explain, like shed some light on the Quran being like an Arabic Quran? Uh, and the second Quran, question, yeah, oh, Quran sorry. is clear Arabic language, 
meaning is that language, Quran used the language Arabs used to use by Arabic language, you also can use non-Arabic name. If, if Arabs have to talk about non-Arab people, what are they going to do? They still do the same name. If you talk about Firaun, you have to use his name. Firaun, Iblis, Haman, Qarun, they are not Arabic, but Arabs use them. You know, Arabic language means whatever Arab people use, but Arabic language does not mean that in every single word is from Arabic. No, it can be borrowed, because it happened. Like English language, what English people use, but certainly some, something can come from anywhere else. So pure Arabic language means, you know, as, as Arab people used. You know, when you talk about it, Firaun, you have to use his name. And his name is not Arabic anyway. It's not Arabic. Uh, see the word uh, Isa, uh, just two parts. Number one, is it an Arabic word? And number two, what is the meaning of it? Aisa is not Arabic. Is there any meaning referred to? But I, it's not Arabic word. Aisa or Musa, they're not Arabic language. I don't know where the meaning of Aisa is. Uh, you know, it could be meaning will be something similar to Christ or something like that. Messiah or something. Maybe I don't know. It could be. Masih is Arabic. Yeah. It's coming from the same same root. I mean, in Aramaic language and Arabic language, both are similar to this matter. So Masih can be Masih is Arabic. But uh, I say not Arabic. It could be meaning would be something like, uh, you know, Christ or you know, someone who came to. Because some some of the Christian missionaries they're trying to use this for the Muslims now to say that Isa is not an Arabic word, but it's in the Quran. And what is the meaning for it? And then the Muslims say, well, we don't know no, what the meaning. It's not like that. The thing is, Christian people don't know their own history. Christianity not only in Europe. Christianity was in the Middle East, mm. and Middle Eastern Christians actually still now they used to have the word Isa for Isa Islam, which actually some people used to Yeshua, some other same thing. I am coming. The name Isa was used by them. Quran just used. Arab Christians used to use Isa to refer to Isa Islam. To Quran. You know, when, when you say many things about like Christ, so Christ is not, you know, his name. It's it, uh, English, English word for this, his name. So similarly, when Arabs say Isa, Isa is Arabic word, you know, uh, uh, or Arabic, you can say, Arabic form of his name. But Arabic form does not become Arabic. Not Arabic root. Like Firaun. Firaun is not really his name directly like that. Mm. It's how Arabs pronounce it. Like, you know, like when English people, British people come to India, so, you know, they did not understand how our Indian people pronounce. They put the names as they wanted. But still, it is not English name. It's still an Indian name, but they have, this is how they pronounce. So, Isa is Arabic form of Isa is something name. Simple thing. Jazakallah khair. Sheikh, uh, sorry, I have a, a reference here from a book called Lughatul Quran saying that Isa means leader or blessed, a mixture of color red and yellow with with right, with white, Mukhtar uh, Sahih. You know, many of these are, you know, guessing other people. They actually we don't know really how the name has come. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. You know, in Surat al-Baqarah, when the angels uh, said that, uh, yes, if you could dima, are you going to put people who are going to uh, spread blood? Do you know, uh, do we know if it refers to jinns or to uh, other creatures? Do we know who who's that referred to? Yes, it refers to Adam. When Allah said to, uh, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm going to create a khalifa, so they say, are you going to make someone who's going to shed the blood? It's referring to him, not jinn. But how they knew this thing, how they knew that he's going to shed the blood, there are two theories. One, some people say because jinn used to live here and they used to fight and you know so much uh, bloodshed. So maybe they, they compared human being to the jinn. 
And some people say, no, they, they got it from the word of Khalifa. Because he has power, then certainly they go to fight. But certainly, yes, they are referred to Adam. Adam and his family. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Um, you mentioned that uh, the scholars all say that Iblis is the father of the jinn, like uh, the way Sayyidina Adam is the father of all human beings. Is this, do we know this from hadith or is this just from uh, this verse where it says, No, not from ayah. By derived from the Quran, because Quran says, Iblis and his family, descendants. It means that all shaitans are descendants of Iblis. It could be derived from that. Not very clear, but that's how people think. Iblis and his, his children. It means all the all the shaitan they are children of Iblis. His durriya, his his offspring, you know, his family. There could be Iblis could be, you know, father of all the jinnis. He could be the first first jinni. Uh, Sheikh, you mentioned that um, the Arabs did not need any specialists to understand the Quran. Uh, what is the approach for lay, lay people in our times to understand the Quran properly? You know what I mean actually is, Quran was not re revealed into any specialized form of language. Like for example, you know when you study medical science, so there is a specialized language. You have to know the vocabulary from there. If you study philosophy, so the language is different. You know, Quran is not like that. Quran has come into the normal language, normal human language, normal Arabic language. But certainly you need to know that language. So if people want to understand the Quran, they need to learn the language of the Arab people at the time of the revelation of the Quran. If you know that language and their condition, their culture, so it is easier to understand. But if you people learn another language, so it is not easy for them. So like modern Arabic language, modern Arabic is not the same as the Quran. There are some differences. The people learn modern Arabic language for them, Quran is also difficult. And absolutely, many, many Arab people, sometimes they read a Quranic words and they get the meaning very, very different from what, what Quran said. So to understand the Quran, people need uh, to know, learn the language contemporary to the Quran. And that is language of the Arab Jahili poetry and all those things. That's what people need to learn. Sorry, can I just ask a bit again about the question? So, are we saying that Iblis is the father of Shayateen or is he the father of Jinn? Or is there. You know, Jinn is the, like we are human beings, there is Jinn as well. Shaitan is the title of the rebellious people. Shaitan can be Jinn, Shaitan can be human being. You know, try to understand Shaitan is not Jinn. Jinn is the, like a tribe, Jinn is the people, Jinn are Jinnid. Jinn is the creation who created from the fire. And among the human beings and among the jinn, those people who rebel against Allah, they are called shaitan. And the biggest shaitan is Iblis, no doubt about that. There is shaitan, the Quran says, Quran also, you know, Quran mentioned all this, uh, you know, the Quran says, Minal jinnati wan nas. And the Quran says, shayatin is insible jinn. Shaitan is from innocent jinn. Shaitan is, can be from both. But jinn is the jinn. So Iblis is the father of the jinn. Though he's a shaitan, you can say he's father of shaitan and you can say father of jinn. Jinn is the, his tribe, his people. Sheikh, what does it mean to take um, the f uh, supporters of friends of uh, supporters of shaitan, Iblis, to as friends, uh, sorry, as awliya? Does it mean friends as well? No, wali means uh, 
from Walaya. Walaya means support and help and guardianship. You know, if somebody is a senior supporter you and a helper and is a power, what do you do? You listen to him, friendly with him, because he is so sincere to you. That actually only Allah. Allah is the only who is so sincere for you, supporter for you, helper for you. Now you make shaitan who is your enemy as your supporter, your helper. And people who disobey shaitan, uh, sorry, disobey Allah. People who disobey Allah in general. Yeah. Uh, is there anything regarding taking them as like friends or it's just... Anything you know, some people how they have this concept of al-wala and al-bara. So... The other thing is nothing to do with this. That's what people have made a new thing in Islam. That never existed. But this is a different thing. So walaya means that in Allah subhanahu In walaya means guardianship. Like for example, you have tribe. In Arab people, Arab people, what used to happen is uh, that, uh, you know, uh, among Arabs, uh, the tribes, you know, like Quraysh, Banu Tamim, this and that. If you are not Arab, you go to, to Arab land, so you have to ally yourself with another tribe. So you become wali, they become your wali, they become your maula. So, the, you know, then what happens is they protect you, they defend you all the time. That's what wali means. The wali means defending, supporting, helping. And you know, and relation, this link, you know, that's what Walaya means. So that actually, no doubt, absolutely is for Allah SWT. And Shaitan, you're enemy, so how come you're wali? Yes, Walaya and Bara is something different. Maybe another time I'll explain that, inshallah. Walaya and Bara is political term. It has been in political Islam. It has developed a new idea. I was just going to ask about the fact that we say that the Quran is uncreated speech of Allah. But the Arabic language itself is that created or uncreated? Like the letters yeah, themselves. Understand why? Don't worry about this matter. Don't leave these things which actually useless materially. Just I'm trying to say, Quran is guidance, big guidance. Don't worry about Quran being created, not being created. What if Jesus, uh, Quran is what of Allah? He guides you. He never teaches you whether you know I created or did not create. Not those things. Any useless thing, rubbish thing, really created so many confusion. Never guide, never help anybody. No matter, don't worry, leave them. You know, just uh, focus on one thing. Quran is speech of Allah, word of Allah. He, it has come to guide us. Take guidance from the Quran. Don't worry about those questions which have no relevance. Even if you know the answer, what? Even if people know really answer, there is no, no solution in that. If, if people know the answer, what will happen? All the all the discussion in the Kalam and theology and Aqeedah, I tell the people, even if you know the answer to what? Nothing really, not going to help you anywhere. Leave them because if Allah has left them, they divide the people unnecessarily. Really. Simple things, Quran, the book of Allah, speech of Allah, word of Allah, in it has sent to guidance. Just take guidance from that. Don't go in anything else. Because it is beyond human knowledge. Whatever I say to you, somebody else can say more powerfully against that. So then we keep fighting. I have no proof and you have, nobody has proof. Because this is actually something beyond our understanding anyway. What we know is Quran is the word of Allah. That's certainly we know. That's important. Just follow that. Don't ask those questions which have no meaning really. Not going to help anywhere. It is just basic entertainment. Sitting around, discussing. For the sake of Shubaha, you know, you say you should try and clear yeah, these things. Thing so, this is, this is your question, I understand properly what it means. Eh? So I know this how, how, how things come. It is never ends anywhere. Mm. Even if I make an answer, then you can have new questions. It never ends. Because I don't know answer, you don't know answer. Nobody knows anything. Mm. So we just we keep discussing for nothing.
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.